All right, welcome everybody. Yes, we are into earnings season. Thank you, Neil. And yeah, what a kind of a up and down day there today. But unfortunately, if this is going to be a sector recap, I have to tell you there was only two sectors in the green side today. So it was a little bit of a rough day as the markets pull back. But you know what? Heading into earnings season, we talked about the banks sort of overexposed um, to the long side there and then falling back in. We'll talk about some Charles Schwab as well. That's coming through. And then we have earnings with KMI, Kinder Morgan coming out, Alcoa. Maybe we get it, maybe we don't. That's going to come roughly, we, it says 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll wait to see if that hits. And then uh, tomorrow we start all over again with a few big names, starting with Taiwan Semi. TSM is going to lead the group tomorrow. And we had some crazy moves today with NVIDIA up to 560, AMD back to 160. Absolutely insane. Some Apple news today as well with um, the watch ban being reinstated. However, Apple rips on that news. I don't know. Market continues to go higher and higher. We are brought to you by Benzinga. So when you see here, um, come over to my platform and we will show you. As soon as earnings are hit, They'll show up here, right? And so there's not big earnings today. We just went over a few things. We'll find out for Kinder Morgan uh, for everybody as well. And then any kind of news uh, that hits on that one, we will do it. Hey, you know what's something that we haven't done in a while? Let's see who made money yesterday for Day Trade the World. So you go down in here, compare your profits, and then down, whoop, 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 there it is, the top 10 traders. Now, this is yesterday, okay? So I'm looking at this from, should have probably... I can't ever get today's data because servers run after 4.30. So let's see what happened yesterday. Ooh, good job, man. Someone yesterday in New York and NASDAQ market. So these are the markets traded. This is the P&L, right? 25 Gs. And these are real numbers. I, I just, this could have said two Gs. I have no idea. I pull this up. This is day trade the world proprietary information. But traders stay late, baby. I'm going to show it to you. Let's go. It's Amex and NASDAQ yesterday, 20 grand. So Amex, probably people trading again. Um, I guess Mimo is on the Amex. Maybe that was hot there yesterday. And then another trader did 14,000. Ooh, look at Canada yesterday, man. Shout out to O Canada right now. Um, nicely done, traders. And again, we have a lot of offices here in um, uh, the province of Ontario and throughout Canada. So shout out to you if that was you. Amex, Amex, Amex. So again, you know what's traded on the Amex? We got the SPY. So it's trades like that happening. GLD, uh, NYSE ARCA is not Amex anymore. Ooh, someone made two grand on the ping sheets yesterday. Congratulations on that one. And then the last couple, so these aren't ranked. The la I, I actually was told this. The last three are markets that we're just trying to highlight. So kind of random markets over here at Day Trade the World. We have over 60 markets worldwide. Um, okay, so I'm done showing that. All right, let's go to the market sector right now. What was up today it was USO. It's oil, man. Hope you filled up at the pump yesterday. Nice little moves for oil back upside right now. But look where we are. We're still hovering near that bottom. UNG also. So again, Neil and I kind of bitched all day about the temperatures here. So no surprise that UNG, which is not loading, and USO going to the upside. I hope this font is helping you out a little bit and you could see this. Uh, now that I'm looking at that, maybe I got to make this even bigger there, Fabian. It's, it's legible, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll make this a little bit bigger uh, for you. I mean, you know what, guys? I can do this right now. Hey, shout out to Trade Ideas. Watch this. File. Nope, wrong. Nope. Options. Here we go. We'll go to options. Then we'll go over here and we'll go to font. And let's just, let's just blast this, man. Let's go to 18 font right now uh, and see what's good. Uh, is that okay, Brendo? I, I, all right, all right, all right. Let's just zoom this out. Oh, there it is. No, no. Actually, it fits perfectly. We just got two more to go uh, right there. We'll save it. 
We'll save it. Look, man, we can't be the people's trader and not give you guys what you want. Um, all right, well, what you don't want today is some FXI love. See you later, alligator, uh, for Chinese names today. We had that report earlier. Retail um, data coming out from China, not fantastic. Pardon me? That looks nice. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Uh, all right, trading much. Uh, I, it's not that I don't like it, guys. I mean, honestly, I'm doing the show here. Uh, okay, you guys have whatever you want. You, you guys are the best. Uh, the country's GDP rose by 5.2% increase during the last quarter of 2023, below forecast. Forecasting 5.3, they get 5.2, so FXI today. Although, I don't know why that is a green candle, but it was definitely red uh, down 2.6% today as FXI breaking lows. And the thing about FXI is we've talked about this over and over again. That $25 mark, man, we said it on the show. We did not approve of it losing that $25. Alibaba lost $70 today. B-A-B-A. Uh, this lost 70 and there... Why... Why are these candles green today? Uh, nice downside move there for Alibaba as it breaks lower below that level. We watch out for Alibaba. But it's not gonna, yes, we do have Chris Brecher today. Um, all right, so there it is. I'll, I'll have to get that. I mean, it still should be red off the open. I, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll adjust our candles there and get that all figured out. Uh, $29 downside for Lee Auto. That broke 30 as well. See you later. You saw XPEV um, downside as well as a lot of these Chinese names continue to get cracked. We had some great trades on JP Morgan uh, today as well, down 0.5%. Good short off that. We've talked about XLF. I mean, why the largest holding in XLF is Berkshire. You know, it's kind of strange, but that's still holding out hope uh, for those of you that are in the banks. The KRE, the regional bank, down today half a percent, as that's had a beautiful run as well. I'm always very, very cautious, and I want to thank everybody as traders stay late. We're also on Twitter right now, or on X. My wife told me yesterday that, hey, she was on X and she was like the only one in there. Shout out to the other 18 people. There's also a chat feature. So I got to shout out Bears vs. Bulls. Gave him more work today. He's going to be... The topics were updated. Those are the right topics. I, up I already saved... All right, I saved it, I saved it. Uh, okay, there it is, though. There's the new topics on the board today. Uh, but anyways, what I was getting at is we do have the 50-period moving average, and then we have a drop down there of $44. I really did save that. I don't know why. Okay, it's not me, it's the computer. I, I appreciate that, Ramin. Tell that to my wife. You know, it's never my problem. It's something else happened. That's what I always say, but uh, it probably was my problem. All right, look at iBit right now. This is Bitcoin, right? It's, it's, it's tough to see it. I'm just going to um, take it on a 10-minute chart uh, to see what happened here today. So you can see since the Bitcoin ETF has hit, this is iBit. So um, this is the iShares. I just feel like Brennan and I went over it. GBTC, still a little bit more volume, but this is second place. Uh, again, the iShares. So nice little downside move for that. And then today, ETHE actually took it on the chin today. So this is the Ethereum trust, um, down 5%. I believe that we could start buying up some Ethereum on dips rather than Bitcoin because we saw the um, flow through on the Bitcoin ETF acceptance. That got Bitcoin up to 48, 49,000 and Bitcoin now back to 42 on approval of those ETFs. So nice little downside move right there uh, happening as well. There's the SMH, which, which broke out yesterday, uh, broke through all time highs, back to the daily chart. Uh, 
back to the daily chart right there. We took out uh, or was at all-time highs yesterday. A little bit of a pullback there today. What about NVIDIA for everybody? If you're watching, you're like, man, this guy's got to talk about NVIDIA. Again, down today? I don't, I don't think so. I'm going to have to check a lot of these out. But there it is. NVIDIA continues to make moves higher. Well, I guess it was down. Yeah, there's the close yesterday. 564. Wow, man. What a, what a great level that was. Look at this move off the open for NVIDIA. Right? Huge move down, down $14. And look where we stopped. Sure, we got a wick down. Well, I guess we got a wick down, right? We didn't stop anywhere. 547, but that 550 is still a very key level for NVIDIA. And then AMD as well on a nice little level up to 160. Let's see if Kinder Morgan reported. KMI, are we out on K Ooh, uh, nice little move to the downside there, 17.17. Again, look where the 200 period moving average is, $17 flat. Let's do a little quick look here. Did KMI report? What? We got Alcoa early. Ask and you shall receive. So let's just see what's going on with Alcoa right now. Um, okay, nothing. Shout out to Alcoa. Let me just go here in a one minute chart. Nice little spike up. It looks like the algo's got a hold of this one up to 28.79. 50 period, uh, 200 period moving average, 31. Alcoa looking to bounce near 23, $24. Let's go over the numbers quickly here. EPS beat. So again, still not making money. Down 56 cents right now versus minus 78. Their sales miss. So it looks like a beat on the earnings, miss on the sales for Alcoa, slightly downside there for AA. Uh, Kinder Morgan, uh, we can go over that just real quickly right now. Uh, Kinder Morgan, again, estimated earnings, they beat uh, right there by 6.67%. So 28 cents versus an estimate of 30. So that would be missed. I don't know why that is. A green, but there it is. Missed estimates of six by six percent, down two cents on Kinder Morgan, and revenue slightly the same period as last year, 541, as according to Benzinga. So looks like Alcoa trying to do a dance, kind of looks like a nothing burger, and then KMI also. Oh, actually, KMI nice move down, but still kind of hovering around. Looks like we're going to get a little bit of nothing. We did get Charles Schwab uh, there today as well. There's Schwab again. I don't know, man. We talked about the banks getting real excited. You know, you know, Citigroup. We're gonna say we're gonna talk about this tomorrow on the podcast. But Citigroup went from thirty-eight dollars up to fifty-five dollars. All right, like whenever that happens, you do wait for the report. It's kind of like a put up and shut up. And they did put up. They actually put up some decent numbers for Citigroup. But look at the pullback in. Like that's a forty-four percent move. I actually did the math there, Brendan. I'm getting prepared for tomorrow. 44% move upside there in Citigroup in just over two months. So, like, that was a monster move up. What did you expect? A nice pullback. I'm thinking these banks are still healthy, man. Net interest loans with the interest rates starting to fluctuate a little bit here as we get different estimates moving forward. I look out for Citigroup. And then Bank of America is another one of those names that really ripped and is now falling back in, into the 50-period moving average. So, although we're into earnings season now, we've already got the banks. They've fallen back into the 50-period. We'll watch out for that. For me, I'm going to be a technology bug. I just want to buy tech stocks right now. I I really feel like that's going to be the move forward. And guess what? On a story for today, we actually got PayPal. PayPal was a pretty interesting one. Let's drop this down to a three-minute chart. All right. 
So PayPal, not very good. Let's put a daily down here and a three minute up there. We'll, we'll flip it on everybody. So PayPal hits that $63, $64 mark, right? A good level, definitely a lot of resistance up there. Then you pull back in. Then we come up with the story today that they're going to actually be laying off, starting to cut back on some expenses. This is what we want as shareholders. Look, it sucks. Like no one wants to lose a job. Unemployment rate only 4%. Tech hired a heck of a lot of people. I was gonna say traders. Hired a heck of a lot of employees in that boom, right? Obviously, some are gonna have to come off the books. Looks like PayPal starts it today, 57 up to 60 bucks. I say you wanna look, starting to look some long on PayPal. Maybe that's something. There's the KRE right there. XLU, utilities, continue to make moves to the downside. Let's call up a daily chart for utilities. As, as rates become in focus again, those dividends, not so important anymore. You know what I'm saying? If, if we're gonna keep the treasuries where they are, then what's the point of owning a stock to get three or 4% in dividend when you gotta take the capital risk as well? You could put your money in TLT at 4% right now. That could be something to look at. So watch out as utilities fall back in again, under the 200, under the 50 period. And by the way, I'm gonna give a big shout out to everybody that's here right now, because we have right now with us over 2,200 still with us. So thank you so much. Also, head over to X, where we're streaming live uh, right now. I can never find it, so I'm just going to say we are streaming live right now uh, on X. So check that out as we'll wait for Chris Brecher to come through. Where is he? He's not on yet? That's fine. We can do Q&A, man. He's supposed to be here today. If he's not, he is not. Put some questions. Did he just show up? Bang. Chris will be here uh, in just a second. Because Chris is a little bit late, I'm going to move on to the next topic anyways. So we did earnings. We will talk to Chris. Let's go over to Sean's tweets. Let's do that right now. All right, it's Sean's tweets right now. We don't actually have a thing for that. Let's just go breaking. We're wearing, we're wearing a short sleeve shirt there. Uh, all right. Uh, so right now, all right, some interesting tweets to today. Now, if you hold the DIA, so what is the DIA people say? It's the Dow Jones, so that's the diamond, so the Dow Jones. I just want to tweet this out because a lot of the time, and it was top of my mind, because we thought about what exactly was being held in XLF. I was surprised at it. So let's go over to the diamonds, right? The Dow Jones, so 9.8% in UNH, Goldman Sachs is in the building. I actually really like the diamonds. I like the Dow Jones and what it's holding. Like you get some UNH, you get some Goldman, you get some Softy, you get some Home Depot. Like, look at this, man. So health is going to be an issue. So then you got there, you got McDonald's. So if you got some health issues there, you got McDonald's. Home Depot, go in and, you know, start working on your house a little bit. And if you're shopping at Home Depot, well, then maybe you own some Caterpillar equipment. Well, that's right there at 5%. Amgen, Salesforce, Boeing, uh-oh, and Visa, the top 10 holdings right there for UNH. So I thought that was pretty cool. So if you're in that, that's, that's awesome. And then here we go right now. This is why leadership matters. Okay, we talked about Nadella and what's mattered since him. You know, Microsoft stock is up roughly. When did he come into play? 2014? That's not even that long ago, man. So in nine years, Microsoft stock is up a paltry 970%. You know, if your money's in gold, you're like, oh, I'm gonna hedge the risk in gold, all right? Microsoft, 900%. Apple, 900% in nine years. Amazon, 800% as they continue to go. Look where the S&P is, though. 
173%. We talked about on average the S&P gives you 11%. It's hydration nation. We've had a great decade for the NASDAQ. But the S&P is everything. You know? Up 173%. Now, obviously, that's going to be very much weighted towards the Apple move, the Microsoft move, and so on and so forth. But those are my tweets today. Please follow me at Trader TV Sean for more of Sean's tweets. And the thing about it is, you let me know when Chris is ready because he's ready. You'll have to take too long. Okay, let me just hold on. I got to go previous topic. There we go. I got it. I got it. It's Trader Talk. Let me welcome this guy back. It's Chris Bratcher. How are you doing, my friend? How is the back? Oh, it's a pain, but no, all pun intended. Uh, no pun intended. It's much, much better. Uh, it's just, uh, I didn't miss that much work, but it's just, it's uh, it's a work in progress. And uh, uh, just, uh, I'm hoping that after a couple more back surgeries, what? I can hit the ball like Tiger Woods. And that that's what I'm hoping. I mean, that's good hope, but you don't want to have too many surgeries there. Uh, and uh, we wish you uh, the best of luck. I don't know about you, but I don't know if my wife would probably give me hell if I was sitting there, like, trading on my phone while it was, like, all medicated up. Any experiences on that? Oh, yeah. I just was swinging 100 lots in the S SPX end-of-day options. I mean, and oh, uh, honestly, I have no idea if I did well or not. I'll find out. Uh at the uh, tax season. No, honestly, I traded very small, um, just uh, posted a couple of trades that were much cheaper, lower risk trades because it just, <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't do it. So uh, I've what? been back to normal this week, uh, back to normal the end of the last week and it went fine. But yeah, when it's like that, I just, it's better just to paper trade and get it out of my system. I was going to say, uh, we were just showing, uh, and again, thank you so much for coming back. You're, you're solely missed, and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be here every week. Every other week, we'll get it figured out, uh, Mr. Chris Bretcher. We just showed you there some Sarepta Therapeutics. We showed your screen there. Um, take us through what you want to talk about. You never messaged me about this. Um, what are you looking at with Sarepta? What's looking good here, Chris? Uh, it's funny you mention it. I accidentally had that up because when I... Uh, when I emailed you, I wanted to talk about the uh, 20 SMA relative to a bunch of indexes, but we were also looking at what indexes have been lagging this year, but are finally near support. Okay. So we were looking at XBI. In fact, we're in XBI. So the whole idea is it's finally getting near that support. And I, I know XBI. a lot of indexes have gone near all-time highs like the ES, I mean, near all-time highs, especially if you put a monthly, and then you see the lowly XBI is all the way down here, building this rectangle. Is that why you like oh. the X? Is that why you like the XBI? There is just how it's how it's forming out on the chart. Do you like some of the names that are in there? We've got Eli Lilly. We've got some Amgen. I I mean, I like the biotech sector. There's also IBB. Explain to us why you like the XBI and, and, and what you might think um, are some expectations for this. Well, there's your rectangle. And I know a lot are talking about the Russell that's underperforming, breaking up. And it just seems like if you're going to play the Russell, we got to play the, uh, the XBI that's underperformed. And that's why I was looking at SRPT. So all I was doing is going to, let's say, FinViz or going to any of the uh, 
sites that pop out a lot of the stocks within indexes. And then I saw that. So I saw that bull flag and SRPT. But the thing I've been seeing is stocks that close near their highs. If the next morning the market's open down somewhat, a lot of times they have that little twerk to the downside. Reason being a lot of these are takeover candidates and people get really mad when it doesn't get taken over overnight. So a lot of times these stocks close near their high like you just saw. And then in the morning, they nail it on the opening. They nail it on the opening. So, and the beauty of that, even if the markets open up, a lot of times they nail these because nothing happened overnight. As you see, it opened, it closed on its high, open on the low. I mean, that's not a one-off. I've seen that a million times in these suckers. And what happens is they widen out the bid and the ask on the calls. Right. And you can put in a low ball bid on the options. So we've been doing that successfully in calls in LRCX when it closed on the high the day before. And no news coming out, no bad news on the overall market. It just sort of stutter steps. But it works with the active optionable uh, biotechs as well. So uh, it's uh, and it's it's work, but the key is the definitely definitely key is it needs to close near their high and open down just because people are mad that it didn't get taken over. That's what I was going to ask you. Is like you you pretty much do all of your trading in in options, or are you trading equity at all for names like this? Oh no, uh, well, uh, the, the biggest uh, long term trades I have are the uh, losers. No, no, all kidding aside. I'll trade options. I'll trade stock. Um, this is more just opportunistic. Right. Okay. Because so of definitely, definitely trading um, just on the opening. But when it comes to biotech stocks, almost every time I have to do it as options or option spreads because they have a habit of having bad news. We've had uh, we've had some traders on here before, um, including um, you know Michael Noss and various CMTs and so on and so forth. And a lot of them won't even trade in the middle of the day. They'll wait for those sort of moves off the open. They'll play the opening candles and then they'll play the closing uh, candles as well. And then they'll start to do their research. You know, once the market is closed and whatnot. Are you active in the middle of the day at all, um, or do you just look for some of these outsized moves off open and off close? Well, to be honest, right now with the back stuff, I'm trading actively the first hour and uh, first two hours of the last hour and then trying to rest up the back. Right. But usually, like if we see this intraday, I'll still trade it. You see the Amazon forming the bull flag intraday. Yep. That was a good move. But in here was sort of garbage. That's the problem with the options. Because you trade $150 stock and make 30 cents. It's like, why am I doing that? And the same on the close, that just wasn't that big a move. But definitely, it's the last hour, and then it's sort of like this. So if you see like Liam Research, which rallied 10 points from the low, right? you want to see that open like down 10 and see like the 780s open at like bid 50 cents off for two bucks. That actually happened yesterday, and they traded at 50 cents. I didn't have my bid in. Well, Chris, the problem the problem that I have with that is Neil and I always talk about this on the show. You know what we call those kind of bids? Stink bids. Like they're so low that they're just little, they're filthy little prices that if you get them, they're fantastic. You get the fill, and then you basically try to get out and maybe close the gap all the way back down in. My problem with that kind of a strategy, Chris, is 
is there's so many stocks to look at, you know? So yeah, that's uh, totally agree with you. That's why if we play the biotech stocks, right. One thing we try to do is we'll go to a scan okay. and right here, I'm trying to take the ones that are already in an uptrend. Okay. Biotech stocks tip. over the 50 simple moving average. And then what we do after about 10 minutes it, now, these are stocks we're looking to buy anyway. So I'm just, but they trade at least 500 options in the first 10 minutes. Okay, so you do have some scanners out there to, to find the higher quality uh, trades because that, that was my worry. It often happens to me. I know you and I have gone over different looks where you have, you know, all of the charts pointing red and they're all underneath different areas. For me, I find the same problem. If I'm looking long, I'm layered with some long bids. I'll be bidding NVIDIA, Apple, Meta, and then all of a sudden, some news will come out or the market will go down, and next thing you know, I'm lit up on like five of these names. They're all NASDAQ names, and the market is getting crushed, and I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, like exit, 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 and the next thing you know, it's like, what, I lost that much or whatever, however the case is. That's what's nervous for me with options because all of a sudden, you get lit up and everything, and if the move continues down, then instead of going 0 for 1, you're going 0 for 5, but obviously with your screener, that gives you the higher quality opportunities. I just say it's funny you mentioned my back operation, mentioned you get all lit up. I mean, I hope there's not a coincidence there. But uh, no, but all kidding aside, when I'm looking at like the NVIDIAs, right. it's really tough. Can we talk about NVIDIA actually, Chris? Like this NVIDIA is going absolutely insane over the last couple of days. I keep getting like... Every time I go long, it seems to be fine. Every time I go short, I'm like, okay, I got it, I got it. And it goes down two or three dollars. I'm expecting it to go down 20, and then it just stops and just rips back up. We had a huge move off the open today, but then it just kept on going back up to the upside. I think we touched 547, 550. What, what can we do with NVIDIA? Is it too expensive to trade options? I haven't dabbled in the option space uh, at all because we don't have them on our platform, but I don't know, man. I, I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around always going long, uh, all of these stocks, because I just feel like they're overpriced. No, you're right. The only thing I'm looking I'm at right is now. if I'm going to trade it ultra short term, I look at NVIDIA right here, closing on its high yesterday. And there you go again, uh, the market pulling it down to the low from the day before yep. and then throwing in the low ball bids or because it's trading so much, just going and buying like a 600 call. Right. So just buying it when, when it you talk about when you talk support. about a $600 call there, like what are we actually looking at? Like, are you buying a, a month out or do you look at where earnings might be at um, in order to buy those calls? Because I know they get so expensive the closer and closer you get to earnings. Um, I don't know. I just I, I don't want to buy a $600 call when it has no chance of getting there because I'm already paying such a decent premium. I guess you're talking about buying it as a hedge. I'm just buying it like intraday. Okay. So there are a couple of ways. You're right. There are two ways I'd see to buy it. So I'm not saying I bought it today. I'm not Mr. Genius in here. But definitely when it has that, a right. lot of times they'll panic like on the 590 calls and make them like bid one off or three. Right. Or when you see that bull flag like here and you're like, you know. I'm not sure that bull flag's going to work. It might take a day or two, and then they'll expire worthless. Then when you see that defined bull flag Breaking. after it closed on the high the day before, go and buy those calls that include earnings. Jeez, yeah, okay. I mean, there's just so many options uh, that you can pause. Options, I meant. 
you know, options. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many different ways you can trade, right? Um, all of that. Give me one thing that you're looking at then, because, um, you know, we talked about Sarepta there. You've talked about a few other things. I know everyone can go find you at Simpler Trading there on Twitter and on X and everywhere. Uh, first of all, anything, I guess you're just recovering from your backs. So you probably don't have anything scheduled right now as far as seminars or webinars concerned. Um, but what can we look at? I know you like Lamb. C can you break maybe something down that you're really thinking about, or maybe even something that you're holding? You don't have to discuss the size, but what exactly are we looking at? What are we looking to have happen over the next couple of days? Well, like this, SRPT, this is a perfect example of this. That looks pretty good. The only negative is it definitely is that resistance. Okay. But here's another one. It gets wild because if you would have bought it before the broad markets went up, the broad markets had a big rally, and then it went straight down. It's that little bull flag I'm looking for right there. And when I see that little bull flag, then I'll look to buy options like right at the money on for Friday. All right. For that big bang for the buck, because that bull flag projects about two points. So I'm not going to go buy the 1617s for $2. So that's why the closer to the expiration, the more exciting it gets. Right. The biggest problem with SRPT is the lack of volume. I, I know it's got massive open interest right here. But it sure would be nice if it traded more options. Yeah, because I trade I, I trade at least 60 lots, you know, so that's 61 there. That might be me on the bid. No, I don't trade options. No, that's uh, that. Uh, it's better than saying you traded 600 when it only shows 60. That's true. <laughs> I've seen that before, but um, not with you. I mean, I've seen that before. No, no, I don't but... trade options. But, uh, okay, look, so I can see that you really like the flags, the bulls, the bear flags, all that kind of stuff. So maybe next time when we're on next week, we'll, we'll maybe get into that a little bit because we're over time right now. I want to thank you for coming through again. It's Chris Brecher, Simpler Trading, and a couple good ideas right there. Okay, next week or whenever you're on next, we're going to talk about bull and bear flag patterns. Okay, Chris? Sure, anytime. I love being on. Thanks again. Ch -ch -ch Ciao, it's Trader Talk. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for swinging by. Bye bye. All right, so we'll talk with Chris. We'll do a little bit more technical analysis next week because, you know, asking him these questions are great and him showing us those are even better, but we need to find them for ourselves. So we're going to go find out how Chris finds these things. We, he showed us, and I want to thank Chris for that because whenever you're looking at scanners, I think that was a pretty good question. You know, like what, which options are you looking for? He was talking about the five, he used to trade at least 500 contracts. And there was a few other things that he had there over the 50 period SMA. So again, some good ideas there. Rewind it back. I want to say a big thank you uh, to Chris Brecher. Well, we've already done Sean's tweets. We're going to the next topic. It's going to be sticky note review uh, just real quick. I got to go. Uh, I always run out of time, man. And maybe this show needs to be a little bit extended. Fabian, uh, as everyone wants to get out of here. All right, so what were we looking at today? All right, let's just do this. How can I, let me just make this down a little bit there. Maybe I'll, no, I know, but I, I want to be able to show the sticky note with what happened today. Uh, okay, how about that? All right, well, then I go that and it goes away. All right, so there we go. So, whoops, all right, AMD long 157. So first of all, uh, right now, let's just call up quickly a little bit of a quick chart here, 10-minute chart. So why did we like the AMD long at 157? All right, so we opened the day up here at 160. You could see this little drop zone was 156.50, right? So again, we really, really wanted to watch out for a drop in on AMD. But you saw today, we had a monster move back in. 
on the futures and on NVIDIA as well. So that created this move down to 155. Unfortunately, that's now where the 200 period is. Wasn't there back then. So how did I trade AMD quickly? AMD is my biggest loser today. So uh, move this, we don't need that. Uh, and you could see, so we just did what we said we would do. We got that 157 in, and there it is right there. So 157, didn't really get that action. We bought it again, 156.50. Again, when we're saying 157, we're not gonna be married to that exact level. We, we zoomed it back out and saw that 156.10, right? So there it is, like this is a big winner, man. That's 156.50. Some of these outs are 158 and change. So we'll go bang. Whoa, uh, big, that was loud. That's because you turned it up. It's probably not loud for everybody else, just loud for us. Then we lose 156 and we're out. This is where, really where we started to lose it when we just didn't believe in the move back to the upside. AMD finishes day up 1% and it just really rips. The big trade for here today that we made was this one. It's the second idea. Anyway, this was fine. If you just hit it and quit it, you're all good. 157 long, AMD's price right now is 160.34. So I don't know why I'm like, oh man, like why I'm just glancing over this. That's a big trade on AMD. Just gotta follow your rules. Why I flipped over to this short is this guy's problem. Look at Tesla right now, 212, are you kidding me? TSLA, man, shout out to, to uh, Danielle Shea. But we're the Tesla guy around here. Look at this, this move for Tesla today. Uh, we zoom this back out. We put 212, guys. We put 212, guys and girls. We put 212. Right, on the sticky note. Zoom, can you zoom in on something? I need to zoom in on what this says right here, the low. Yeah, Fabian's gonna zoom in. This is gonna be a little pat, pat on your back situation here. We wrote down 212. Why did we like 212? I mean, maybe we can, yeah, that's good enough. You see, what the, can you see that L there? High 223, L 212. 212, 212. All right, let's, let's, all right, it's too zoomed in now, my guy. Let's zoom back out. All right, the point is, here it is. You don't have to zoom out on that 212 long Tesla. We had a good trade on that one, man. We got in and we got out. Uh, there it is. There's my last piece out the last 20% at 214.50. That's a two hour and 50 cent banger right there. We had Snapchat long. Snapchat was, and again, I, all I have to do is follow my own rules and, and we will be fine. The problem is I don't do that sometimes. There's Snapchat. We get that long. Oh yeah, by the way, what do we write down as the long for Snapchat? 5.15.25. What's the low on Snapchat today? 1518, look at this closing at the end of the day, 1540, so on and so forth. It is Sticky Note Nation. You're, you're not gonna go wrong with that. And then shorting the pops in Alibaba, I mean, that, that worked out absolutely fantastic as well. As you can see, shorting the pops in Alibaba back down into the downside for that one. So there's the biggest pop of the day for Alibaba. We missed that one. That would have been fantastic again, but let's just see what it says on here short the pops and then Rivian Rivian was my best trade today as we put Rivian short are we going to go four for four on the sticky note trades Rivian short 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 bang that was a monster trade guys that one was huge it was up my number one trade of the day and then unfortunately we got stopped out as it took out that level and then boom right down there into the downside short Rivian works all day every day thank you so much for watching guys the show is now over it's Wow, it's 4.37, all right. Um, normally we do a roll call.
You know I'm doing a roll call. Come on, man. Uh, everybody's here with me. Traders, stay late. If I don't do a roll call, I ain't doing my job. I want to thank everybody for showing up today. That means a lot to me. I'm going to thank Bears vs. Bulls. I want to thank everybody that's also watching me on Twitter right now as well. I'm doing this completely off. What do they call it when you're checked out, but you, know, you don't get paid? Pro bono, something like that. Uh, all right, what's up to Andrew Chow? Thank you so much for doing this, man, for watching with me. Thank you so much to Henry Chung is here. Thank you so much to Hugh. Juan Padilla is here as well. Paulie Deal is here. Neil MacArthur is here. Ryan Lindquist is here. Well, you know, I do lie. We get like 20 bucks from YouTube. Thank you, YouTube, uh, for that one there. Uh, as that goes, Fabian, that's your money, guy. Uh, right there, another one. Thank you so much, Mr. Westermeyer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. James Kirshner as well. Henry Liu is here. Mark Day, Jason, everybody's here. CompuCare is here. Thank you so much, Comp you care. Um, again, Lazmel is here. Thank you. Steph is here as well. I'm just going to do this for everybody. Thank you to everybody. I'm going to do a big wave because look, whether or not you're here with me right now or you're here every single day, we're keeping it real, man. 8.30 every single day. Watch the best trading show on YouTube. It's Trader TV Live. Unfortunately, tomorrow, got to do the podcast. No market recap show tomorrow. Oh, well. <sighs> it's back on Friday with Neil. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Join me tomorrow. Got to get to my kids' hockey practice. Man, they make me proud. Love your kids. Love everybody in your life. Why be mad when you could be happy? Ciao, everybody. Thanks for watching.